This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. You. Our supporter on Patreon.com slash Says Who. You are the one that makes this all possible through your donations of $1, $2, $5, $10. Even a couple of you give more than that. Thank you, you so much. You. 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 You really are amazing. You, you are. Yeah. Patreon.com slash says who. Uh, it's also brought to you by my books. Hi, it's summer. I'm Warren Johnson. Would you like a mystery book? Yes, you would. Truly I devious. Would. To, well, yeah, just da- Dan, how many copies of Truly Devious do you have in the in the old trailer? 17. Cool. That's the minimum you need to enjoy your summer. Any less than that, and you're having a bad time. Also, sit, you, are you sitting by a pool? or beach or something, look, just go to the old, old bookstore, say, hey, slap me up a hot copy of that there, Truly Devious, and its sequel, The Vanishing Stare, and you take that stuff home, and you shove it in your face, and you love it. Truly Devious, shove it in your face. And hey, this is Dan. Uh, I am on the road this summer with my whole family, and we are exploring America, and you can do that with us on our podcast, The Hitch thehitchpodcast.com get in our trailer and see fun things i'm drinking coffee dan can you hear it thehitchpodcast.com maureen 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 there are Dan. two nights of it. I'm not there doing it. There are two this, entire nights of the debates. Two. I'm not it's doing not this. It's not like we just get one. We get two. I can't wait. 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 Aren't you excited? Dan, it's not even, it's not even a little bit funny. <laughs> Maureen, debate nerd. Let's do this. Dan, there what? are there are 25 of them. It's great. That's 25 times the fun. I I can't do this, Dan. Big night! Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's Dan Sinker. I'm the coping strategy. Whoa, and I'm Maureen Johnson. See, I, Maureen. Switched, it, I switched it up. I did, and I, I rolled right with it. Mm-hmm. I'm very easygoing, Maureen. Hey, Dan. Yeah. So this morning, uh, right before we recorded, I my dog, Dexie, is now stretched out. I'm in the back bedroom because my mother is visiting. She's stretched out fast asleep because I took her for a walk before recording to get her tired. Yeah. So I was outside. It's a beautiful day here in New York City. Just absolutely juicy. And my pup's playing. So another pup. uh, Pups play together, you know. Yeah. And we're out on. It's not even a sidewalk. It's like a giant wide path. And these two pups are very gently rolling around and having fun. And this, this woman, who looks like she's maybe 65, 70, with a little sprint in her step, comes along and she's maybe eight to 10 feet away from us. All and right. she says, I just got out of a cast. So if I go down, it's on you. 
Whoa. She was so far away that I thought she was joking. But then we looked at her face and she was not joking. And I was like, okay, you know, well, we're we're way over here. So we're going to stay over here. And the other guy, the other dog owner was like, okay, have a good day. And she's striding away and she turns around and goes, whatever you fucks. And then... And then he just smiled and said, have a good one. And then she then she reached around behind her back, didn't even turn to give us a behind the back finger. Yeah. So New York City in the summertime. Mm-hmm. So they they make them spicy around here. And then so I continue my little winding path up. And there is another neighbor who is standing there holding a piece of poster board. A, you know pretty big sign that says no chill no concentration camps no children in cages a sentiment that is entirely agreeable sure the only weird thing about this is that he's walking around this in our neighborhood where in an 18 block area three people voted for trump (laughs) i know this because i looked on the electoral map and there were three of them so that you really could not be in a in a le- uh, the the least effective place to show the sign. I mean, I appreciated him walking around with it, but it was confusing. Then, oh, I met another person who had an adorable little Frenchie, and she was like, "Did you just meet an old, like a kind of older woman who told you to <laughs> fuck off?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "She also just gave me the finger just for walking my dog, who is a a little Frenchie who is like a loaf of bread." It was just like the the world's most harmless little loaf. You know, they they can't even breathe in this weather. They're so like, they're not going to hurt you. And uh, she said, you know, I'm just not in the mood for it today. My wife is in the hospital. I have like, our baby just got out of the NICU. I have a one month of a one week old upstairs. She's like, I'm just not in the mood for it today. And I was like, next time we see that lady say, have a good day. Next time I will end you. And then she'll turn around and go, what? And I'll be like, See, hope to see you again soon. I will fuck you up. What? And then we just keep doing that for a while. Anyway, <laughs> Newark comes at you fast, Dan. I mean, I've told you about my neighbor who tormented me from the day I moved into my old place to the day that she chased me out again and told the neighbors I had threshing equipment and used to leave me notes saying, I hope you die. So I'm just Hold saying on. that. Threshing equipment? Like she you told, were she like told, you were processing mm-hmm. cotton in mm-hmm. your in your apartment. That's what she told the neighbor below hit her and he came up and said i've been told you have a threshing machine and i said no sir i'm not he had a garbage bag full of cotton and he was like oh damn it i was like i this is not a farm and it's also not 1850 so i mean this is (laughs) wow i'm just saying it's a yeah you have to be ready for for what life comes at you fast here in the in the old new york neighborhood wow these are the people in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, Sesame in your neighborhood. Sesame Street is oh, not a joke. These are the people in your neighborhood. I don't think anyone was flipping off dogs in Sesame Street, though. No, but I mean, I understand. Oscar probably was in the can. That's what I mean. Like, Oscar is a real New York. Like, that's uh, uh, the, the I love trash, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh is my! It, is it like that where you are? 
It's not. I am in Austin, Texas. And let me tell you something, Maureen. I bet it's really great and everything. This is one charming place. Mm. But it is hot as fuck here. Yeah, it is. It's like 95 degrees when the sun is out. Thankfully, it's not sunny right now. And I am not locked in a hot car. I am enclosed in a warm trailer instead because I had to turn the AC off because the AC is very loud. But thankfully, it is cloudy. Otherwise, I would I would be baking. A metal trailer heats up quick. Um, well, uh, a lot of people um, had comments about uh, our episode last week. last week. Yeah, they were <laughs> they were concerned for us. They how is your face? You aren't slurring anymore. No, I'm fine. Your it lip really... went. Your fat lip went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh. It's um I'm 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 doing good, Dan. I'm doing really good. I will tell you, I was loopy for the rest of the day after recording in that very, very hot car. In fact, there is an episode of uh my travel log podcast, The Hitch, that Janice and I recorded after I got back from uh from recording because last week Says Huvians, I am on the road. If you did not hear last week's episode, uh, the campground that we are living at or that we were living at last week did not have ample enough Wi-Fi. And so I jumped in the car and drove to uh, the banks of the Mississippi uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, and recorded in the back of a black car in the beating hot sun. It was not smart. But uh, but yeah, we we released an episode of the Hitch that was recorded right afterwards, and I am, I am flying on that episode. I listened back, and I was like, I was not in the right mind, in the right mind there. You were in the perfect right mind. Yeah, it, it was, was it, it was wonderful. That was dangerous. That was stupidly dangerous. I now realize. I think we both both made good choices last week. We did. Last week was a real fine episode of Says Who. But this week. We've got it all. We're we've got it together now, Dan. You can't fool us. No, no, we are two together people. We are recording a day late, though. Yes, we are. A lot of people asked if that was because you once again got punched in the face by a puppy, but nope. But uh, but it is not the case. It's, it's not the case, and this is a little bit of a long story. So I'm only going to give the one sentence uh, version, which is we. My mother was a was adopted which is something she found out when she was an adult and via uh one of those uh, like an ancestry kit we have located long lost uh blood relatives quite unexpectedly and we're still on a journey of discovery with that wow but this has been about two years of kind of research and looking into this and uh but we we they unex they kind of came to the to town at the last minute and they said hey do you want to meet up and so i was like i'm dan i'm sorry i th- this is a big thing that's happening yeah. and there i didn't expect it my mom has asked to come up on the train and so my mom came up on the train and we went out to dinner with them last night and uh you know, I I have nothing to report at this time because we're collecting information. Did but... they look like your mom? Yes. And That's they look wild. like me. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. They look like us. It's we, We've located my, my mom's lo- uh, half-sister. And the person we actually met with was her daughter. So my cousin. Wow. 
yeah, it's like a whole journey of discovery, Dan. It's quite a long story, so I'm not going to get yeah. into all of it. But when the time is right, I will lay that hot shit down. And was, um, was this prompted by the discovery of the Golden State Killer via ancestry DNA? No, I did this long before that. Oh, but when the answer when that happened. That was he was found because people had uploaded their results from those kits to something called GED Match. Okay. Which is so if you get ancestry.com or 23andMe or something like that, you can opt if you want to download and then re upload your your information to GED Match, which is a publicly searchable G, um, DNA database. Then that's not going to be for everybody, but A, I was fascinated with the story of the discovery of the Golden Skate Tiller. And so I decided to upload my results uh, because I am also just, it's another piece of the puzzle for us to find out. We're, we're building, it's like, a, it's like a real life conspiracy wall. Like we have, <laughs> except it's real. Like it's, we have like, we know this person is, was here. We know this person was here. Like we're actually piecing together what happened. Yeah. And it's fascinating. But That until- is amazing. It's 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 real life, like going through old records and copies of uh, uh, copies of birth records and registries, and we've seen some of their family records, and literally tracking where people were at certain dates and times via old military records. And th- this this family has really complete scrapbooks. So oh wow! So we're actually piecing together the story, and it is wild. We did that with our dog. I mean, not much of a story, but we 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 got a rescue dog and she was a little tiny beagle puppy. And then she just kept getting taller and taller and taller. And we were like, this is not a beagle. And uh, you can do a little cheek swab. And then they tell you all about your dog's DNA. We've done that with Dexie. We're waiting for the results. Oh, that's exciting. It was we're exciting. St- we're starting to think there's Greyhound in her. Yeah, she fast. She's really fast, but she's got a greyhound body with that kind of the kind of bowed the chest and then the bowing up to the very slender body. Yeah. Like she's real skinny. She's got these real long legs. She's uh, such a pocket. She's a pocket. Maureen. And Dan. Maureen, we have breaking news. Hit me, Dan. We are incredibly lucky that we did not record yesterday or we would be behind the times. I got home in, at, I got home at midnight last night. So I'm, you know, I was, I hit me last night in my fair city of Chicago, Illinois, Eric Trump decided to go to a very high end cocktail bar. And one of the people working there spit on him. Now, Dan, I have one very important question. Yeah. Is this person single? <laughs> she, uh, we don't know her name yet, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, she is actually in, uh, she is in Secret Service custody, which unfortunately is, uh, even though he is dumb and very spittable, a thing that happens. Um, but yeah, we don't know if she's single, but Maureen, I bet you will be the first to know. I trust me, I'm already typing out a Google alert, Eric Trump spitter single, because while my dance, I, you know, I know I have a lot of names on my dance card, but there's 
there's always room for someone like that. Like they'll go right oh, to the yeah. top. Definitely. Dan, can we break down why that's awesome? Because some people, I think, on the surface of it, you know, decent, you know, people rightly might say, why is it good to spit on Eric Trump? I think you're going to have to break that down because at a very fundamental core level for me, that would be like asking, why is it good to stay on the ground with gravity? Right. No, it does seem very fundamental to me, too. Like my my soul celebrates. Yes. Um, but you know, I, I do understand people that would ask why that's good. Here's the thing, Maureen. Mm -hmm. These are not only not good people. They were not good people before, you know, the, the presidency, but they were probably not spittable because they kept to themselves. Right. Um, these are people to whom they are fine for this week keeping children in fucking concentration camps without basic hygiene products and using them as political pawns to get bullshit done. You know, Mm -hmm. these are people with whom they have no morals and no care for others. And they should not feel like they can waltz into a very expensive cocktail lounge and be able to order some fancy ass drink in peace. They should be worried about the fact that maybe I'm going to get fucking spit on. Right. That's my feeling. I mean, that's, it's also my feeling. I just, I feel like it's important to articulate why it's, it's sort of like when people like, for example, when someone punched Richard Spencer. Yeah. And I think this is a little bit different. It's sort of like the milkshake thing. It will not hurt you. Sure. Um, And also, it's not for nothing. um, Trump almost started a war just by fucking around a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He also, um, also just personally, Eric Trump goes and kills um, endangered animals for fun. Yeah. These are just general. These are not good people doing incredibly immoral things. It's immoral to let them to not. It's immoral to be complicit. Yes. And I can personally understand why maybe you personally don't want to be the person that spits on them. Yeah. But it's the same reason why there has to be a signal that you're not going to be permitted to just keep, you know, you're not just going to be allowed. Yeah. That's not going to hurt them. He didn't lose an eye. He didn't. It was not, he was not injured. He didn't break a bone. He didn't, he had his dignity dinged. And by, and there's no dignity in someone like Eric Trump, but at all means, it should be, it should be announced that no, you're not, you're not just, we're not going to just nod and smile. No. And I think, first of all, let's face facts. When was the last time do you think Eric Trump went out to eat or drink that he did not consume spit? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Never? Yeah. Well, I mean, certainly not since not since the election. Yeah, not since the election. I I would say even in his probably in his own family restaurants. Yeah. I think that 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 dude has definitely consumed a good, you know, cubic ton of uh, 
of spit in his meals delivered by everyone in and the back. I would also, guess. we should point out the fact that one of the the pictures on the front page today is of a father and daughter uh, at the border, just drowned, dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, a little spit never hurt anyone. Um, the the bar that he went to is uh, called uh, Avery, which is attached to, I believe it's attached to a very, very, very fancy restaurant called Alinea, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is not just sort of a, this is not a, you know, a hotel bar or a neighborhood dive bar or whatever. This is like the highest of high end places in Chicago. Um, I think actually the New York Times just yesterday released their 50 best restaurants in the world list. And Alinea is on that list and is one of the, you know, one of a handful in the in the entire U.S. Uh, Avery is the kind of place that if you order a drink, I will listener. I have never been here, but I know of it. Uh, Your drink is like a thing that has been freeze dried and a bag that you are full of infused air that you have to, you know, inhale. And then like a thimble of something like it is a, it is high end dining on a bananas level. And right. uh, it is not the kind of place that you typically would get spit on. Man, is I what am, I'm trying to say. Wouldn't it be marvelous to have a chance to spit at Eric Trump? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't doubt that that this this person's life is going to go very sideways for a bit. But, but um, it, let's all be there for her because no what kidding, a, right? what a fucking champion. Yeah. You know what? And also the hope is that maybe that little bit of spit makes him ask the question, why is it that I am now a spittable? Why am I a spittable person? Yeah, I don't think that this family is real well known for their self-reflection. Look, we've all, we all, you know, if we hold out hope for anyone, it's Eric. We know that his, that his, he subsists on chocolate milk and mice <clears throat> and that he's probably smarter than Dojo. Um, that undoubtedly Ivanka probably uses her uses his back for heel walking practice. So <laughs> I think we could get to to Eric maybe. You are such a wonderful, caring, I am. thoughtful I'm person. I'm a ball of fucking sunshine, Dan. You look for the best in people. If we could break through like a cult breaker, if you're sort of eyeing them up and going, where's the weak, you know, where could we get in? I think Eric's the way in. Whew, man. I honestly, is... if you promise that guy a chin, I think you know he could follow you anywhere. <laughs> oh my! Can, Can I just say, Maureen, as I'd a lo- as a proud Chicagoan mm. who is not currently in Chicago, but your as, heart's beating beating strong and fast. This is a city that let's just review the track record here. The only city to successfully shut down a Trump rally during the election Mm. because so many anti-Trump people got tickets that uh, they could not go on. It is a city that immediately upon uh, the election, the city council voted to remove the honorary Trump street sign from outside the Trump Tower and hotel that is in Chicago. Mm hmm. It is a city that at least briefly considered allowing an artist to float a barge on the Chicago River that would have attached to it five golden P 
pig balloons to cover up the Trump letters on the Trump Tower sign because the building, uh, the Trump, the Trump sign overlooks the Chicago River. Uh, that sign is also during the election the site of the most Instagrammed spot in Chicago because so many people were stopping and taking photos of themselves flipping off the Trump sign. Beautiful. And now it is a city that had a restaurant employee hakalugi at Eric Trump. You have a, I love that a, town. You have a I lot of reasons to be proud. Land. So many reasons I to be proud. I love that town. I really do. Uh, Eric, of course, went to not Fox News, but Breitbart. So he's he's like his he doesn't even have Fox News privilege, I guess. He went to Breitbart to say it was a purely disgusting act by somebody who clearly has emotional problems. Uh, For a party that preaches tolerance, this once again demonstrates they have very little civility. Hmm. Hmm. Did you see um, that the there were children in cages without, uh, you know, soap yeah. or toothbrushes yeah. or? There is a big difference between tolerance and civility, Maureen. Yep. Like, civility is something that you earn. And they have not earned civility. No. Like, it, to say that somehow there is... To somehow say there is a a moral crisscross between saying, hey, you know what? We need to take care of people. And hey, you're a fucker that deserves to get spit on. There is not a moral. There is not a moral issue there. Damn. I mean, Jesus Christ, they're fucking children in concentration camps on the border. Yep. They're fucking people drowning in rivers. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, children! If you think you shouldn't be spit on, yep. to think that you yep. like, how does he walk? How do any of these folks walk through society, not just in a constant shower of spit? Because the way this happens, the way it, you know, people people talk about. I, I don't want to be that person, but the Nazi Germany thing is getting more and more apt by the day. You you do this in degrees and you make it acceptable and then you make it acceptable to oppose or or knock back at if we had if someone had spitted him, say, roll back the clock and these things are happening two years ago, and you would say, Here we are and we have these camps and we have and these are the things that are happening, people would be like, well, Of course you spit at them, they're monsters. You have to keep registering the fact that unspeakable things are happening. That unacceptable yeah. things are happening. You have yep. to keep letting it be known that that monstrous acts are occurring. But Dan, yeah. soft. Last night was fulleth of goodest newth. Yes. Fulleth of goodest newth. Sounds like you got hit in the face by a puppy again. No, I'm totally fine. She's asleep, Dan. Dan. I did pick up my phone last night to see two things as well. One, Dana Lash, spokeswoman for the NRA and NRA TV, are shut down. Yeah. That, Man. I mean, it could not have happened to a worse person. Talk about a, a monster. 
Yeah. She will, so what is her next job? I have a very clear vision of what her next job is going to be, but what is yours? Baby eater? <laughs> I don't know where she goes from there, honestly. She's doing, I, I guarantee you within two months, eh, we'll give her a vacation. Within six months, she is top level PR person for the vaping industry. Oh. Oh, that 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 yeah. makes a lot of sense. She will be the spokesperson for Big Jewel. <laughs> but you said there were two bits of good news last night. Well, the other one is more, whoa, hey. And I also noticed that the minute I was reading the news, something appeared in my Google calendar or my iCal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something did. Dan, we have I as I've been saying, we're gonna our summer of seventy three Watergate summer. Yeah. It, we're gonna we're swinging in, Dan, on the seventeenth of July. The big R is uh, gonna testify live. That last night's news made me realize that you are once again prescient. Yep. So, uh, how are we gonna celebrate? Like, what are we gonna do for this? Because I I know that you. Uh, Oh, Dan, I just remembered that the, what we led with, which is that these debates are tonight and tomorrow night. And the debates are tonight. We're watching both of them. Says Whovians, if you are a patron backer at the at the town watch level or above, that's five dollars a month. Uh, we are going to both suffer through these debates, and more. But. And and we will then record Friday morning our reactions and put them up for Patreon backers. And Maureen, let me tell you the sacrifice that mm. I'm making tonight. Mm, okay. Because tonight on the wrestling program NXT, women's champion belt holder Shayna Baszler is in a cage match against the hero of the sky, Io Shirai, and I am missing it to watch this debate. <sighs> then don't miss it. I got it. I, I got to watch I, the debate. I'm, oh. I, I, am, I am in a trailer with one TV and two people that also like, two other people that also like wrestling, but both want to watch the debate as well. Really? We got to do it. Is it we the gotta baby? We got to do it, Maureen. It's the baby. Baby can't get enough. But Maureen, here's our prep. Here's our prep. Here's our prep for the debates. Who's tonight, Dan? Just Oh, Jesus, I don't even know. I, Warren is in the batch tonight, and I know she is in a batch that is largely jobbers. And then tomorrow night is uh is is Biden and Sanders and and oh, a few and, others. And a bucket with a face painted on it. Exactly. But Maureen we have a wonderful Sezhuvian prep work for this debate, which is the New York Times last week interviewed uh, 21 of the 5,000 Democratic uh, uh, candidates and asked them a series of 20 questions and they released it as video. And some of those questions were like super serious, like, you know, how do you get rid of, you know, what's the deal with gun laws or, or that sort of thing. But one of them was custom made for us, Maureen. Okay. They were asked, what is your comfort food on the campaign trail? 
Let's let's break it down. This is this is our beat. Are you ready? Yep. Yes. This is our beat. Okay. Uh, in alphabetical order. Okay. We're going to start with Michael Bennett. There, we're going to learn that there are people that we've never even heard of running for president, too. Michael Bennett, who is a senator from Colorado, currently the senator from Colorado, answered an Italian sausage sandwich at Paschi in Pueblo, Colorado. All right. That's. I'm giving him big points for specificity there. Hmm. I am yeah. driving through Pueblo, Colorado in a few weeks, Maureen, and now I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll get the Italian sausage sandwich. Yeah, it sounds like it's it's I, I also agree. Um and as a Philadelphian, any sandwich on a long roll is you know, that's yeah. that's something we respect. Uh your fave, Bill mm. de Blasio, mm. your current mayor, mm-hmm. he says, I think I've got if I've got one go to, it's pulled pork. First of all, Dan, yeah. how is he going to be on the campaign trail if he's supposed to be running our city? Well, it's a I mean, come on, Maureen. New York just does its own thing. It doesn't need a mayor. Your subways run on time. Don't Everything's you, good. Don't you dare mock us, Dan. Don't you dare. When was the last time y'all spat on a Trump? Huh? 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 Oh, every huh? possible opportunity. <laughs> Cory Booker says when you're a vegan, that means a lots of veggies on the go. Okay, Dan. Now we're gonna just we're just gonna pull the car over to the side of the road for a second. Mm-hmm. Let your old pal MJ have a couple words. I, I was in mid I was in mid swig of water when you did that. <laughs> and I almost spit it out, but instead I did that thing where you force the water down and now my neck hurts a lot. All Ugh. right. Okay, I'm a, I'm imagining I'm sitting Corey down on a stool on the other side of the room and I, here's what I have to say, Corey. First of all, I'm not a vegan. I'm vegetarian. I got a lot of vegan friends. I eat vegan. Stop it with this shit. That is not a (laughs) comfort food. I don't know what kind of virtue signaling you think you're pulling. You're not making people like us. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) You You can have so much like proper shit food. Like, yeah. There is delicious vegan pizza, nachos. You can have vegan wings. You can have vegan tacos. You can have vegan anything you want. You can have vegan grilled cheeses, all kinds of crap on it. Yeah. You can have vegan milkshakes. And you're telling me, you're telling me, Corey, that your stress fun food is not even a specific vegetable, but just some random vegetables, just some vegetables. Like you're just some weird fucko with a pepper in your pocket who just bings out a big old green pepper and just takes a big old chomp like it's an apple or some shit. I don't want to hear this, Corey, and neither does America. And all of us vegetarians and vegans out here, we are looking at you. We know how to make ranch dressing out of cashews. You're not impressing us. It's not funny. And we don't like it. Uh, Steve Bullock, governor of Montana. I guess. Yeah, I didn't even know. I did not know that one. Uh, He loves a good hamburger. Oh, does he? Yeah, he does. That's what he says. I love a good hamburger. Well, he sounds like a real ball of fire. Well, I I don't know about you, but I love me a good hamburger. Yeah. Is a that's a very I mean you know that's that's easy that's an easy one. Buttigieg, Mayor Pete, quote: "The word got out that I like beef jerky, 
and so people have been kind enough to give that to me on the road sometimes. Okay. So when I first heard that he liked beef jerky, I was I did a major eye roll because he is what like an Oxford graduate does does not lend itself to beef jerky, but it in fact turns out that he does like beef jerky, Maureen, and that uh. He specific in a in a New York magazine article about things Pete Buttigieg loves, which first of all, he likes beef jerky. I like beef jerky too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another thing he loves, a very specific brand of sock that I also love. This what is it, thrown me is for a loop. The darn tough sock, uh, which is made in Vermont and comes with a lifetime guarantee. And Maureen, let me tell you. I have put that guarantee to the test. And? And I, I get new socks like every three months or so. Well, they just send you new socks? Yeah, you got to send back. I, I have weird heels that are the enemy of all socks. And so I bust through the heels of socks on, on the regular. You have, and then, you have like pointy heels? I have. I don't know what the deal is with my <laughs> heels. I think they look normal, but they are like... I guess I have like an adamantium heel or something. And that's it, not uh, a thing. That's not a I, thing, Dan. I don't know. It ripped. I rip through the heels of socks all the time. And these are first well-made. They last longer. But when I do, I just mail it back and they mail me a new pair of socks. It rules. Anyway, this both of these facts have made me rethink Mayor Pete in a major way. Uh, but he specifically in this New York article, magazine article, he says that he loves Vigil's green chili jerky, which he gets when he is in New Mexico, which is where I'm heading next. So, Maureen, I am going to seek out that jerky and I'll report back. Uh, well, Dan, when I was a kid, I remember I loved Slim Jims with like the passion of a thousand suns. Yeah. Like I. You and Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, man. I loved them. And specifically, I would get them. And this is going to make it sound like I was born in 1930. But my we had like a Northeast Philadelphia butcher whose name was Ernest. (laughs) And we would go to Ernest the Butcher. Like my mom would go once every eight weeks or something. And it was like a big deal. Like we were driving to Northeast Philly. She would stand at the counter and do like this massive order of stuff. Yeah. And then she would, you know, take it all home and kind of repackage it and freeze it and like kind of it, but she liked what Ernest did. And when I was at the butchers for these and I can still remember like the kind of coldness of the the linoleum like old school. Yeah. And I would get a Slim Jim and I would sit at this they had like a counter at the back and you would sit I would sit at this counter and I would eat a Slim Jim and read a book. That that's sounds my, good. That's my Slim Jim memory. I'm yep. there with you. Mm-hmm. But I am. I'm going to pick up Mayor Pete's favorite jerky. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I like a chili jerky, too. Julian Castro. We're only in the seas, Maureen. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> uh, I don't have a food. I have a comfort drink, which is iced tea. I respect that. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm in. I'm I a, am uh, in. It is summertime. I make a giant pitcher of iced tea every day. Yeah. So uh, I, I love, I shove mint yeah. in it, Dan. I just, I, to me, summer is iced tea. I, I am a hundred percent on that. Yeah. So this next one's a little, a little rough. Okay. John Delaney, former writer for Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. No, no. Former rep from Maryland. Right, right, right. 
grilled chicken sandwich from McDonald's, no sauce, two of them. No, you see, when you first said that, I thought that he wanted no sauce, but two, inv- like two no packages of sauce. He no, wanted no two, sauce twice. Two chicken sandwiches. Now, uh, you have been a vegetarian for a long time. Is that I right? I have, yes. So you have never had the displeasure of the McDonald's grilled chicken sandwich. Didn't know they had one. Yeah, so this was introduced, I would say, a decade ago or so, when they wanted to have a few healthier, like in the in the um, in the aftermath of Supersize Me, mm. when they decided they needed to have a few healthier options on the menu, they introduced the grilled chicken sandwich, not to be confused with the fried chicken sandwich, a deep fried chicken sandwich, which is what they what they would normally have. The grilled chicken sandwich is a. It is like a rubbery puck mm. that is that has some like fake grill lines on it. It is a horrible thing. The only redeeming factor is that it comes on a very good bun and it has some sort of like mayo based sauce that at least allows you to forget the misery of the rubber puck for a minute. Interesting. This dude doesn't want the sauce. Right. So he's just gnawing on a rubber puck. It's fucking psychotic. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. She is rep from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I try to stay away from it, but vegan cupcakes is probably a real treat on the trail. All right. See that? Why doesn't she hang out with Corey? Don't. I now I'm, I, I am angry all over again at this thought of this. Right. Kind of schoolhouse rock image he's trying to bring where he's like, I'm just feasting, snacking on veggies. Damn, what does that even mean? It's not even a specific vegetable. It's not even like what I'm feeling. Maybe he has, maybe he has a fanny pack and it's just full of baby carrots. Oh, God. I would hate. I I would. Oh, oh it's just. Oh, God. Cool. It just upsets me. What upsets me more is that. He didn't even name a vegetable. Like it was like, he's not like when I'm feeling especially saucy, I eat a raw, a single raw spear of asparagus. Right. I mean, no, it's just veggies. Oh, it's not. That's not what comfort food means. It's not like, oh, what's your naughty trick? Sometimes I allow myself a single sip of tepid water. Like that's not a, that's not a comfort (laughs) food. No, it's not. It's not. But also, are there two vegans running for president right now? We're taking over, Dan. That's impressive. We're taking over. Kristen Gillibrand, your senator from the good state of New York, she yep. likes a glass of whiskey at the end of the night. Damn, girl, you do that. That is relatable. I like that. Heavily relatable. Uh, Kam- Kamala Harris, French fries. I love a good French fry or a few or many or just the whole bag. All right, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Added bonus for Kamala Harris's answer. Her husband tweeted out later confirmation of how much she loves French fries. She makes her own French fries, Maureen. She hand cuts the potatoes. She double fries them first in peanut oil, then in fucking duck fat. And then she tosses them in uh, rosemary and sage from their own garden. Would you eat that? I would eat the fuck out of that, Maureen. You know who Holy would enjoy cow, that? Holy cow, I would eat that. 
Darth. Darth. We love you, Darth. Darth. Darth, that has to have rocketed her to the top of Darth's list. Yeah, I think that um, that 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 may have secured the red panda vote. Yeah, uh, John Hickenlooper, former government governor of Colorado. Uh-huh. Which uh, can I just take a moment? Uh, there was a photo of all of the candidates at a South Carolina fish boil last week, and. Um, I found it almost impossible to recognize any of them. And uh, I mentioned it on Twitter and somebody wrote back and was like, there's a lot of Hickenloopers in that photo. And then they were like, oh, I should explain. A Hickenlooper is what I call any of the white guys running for president that I can't recognize. And I loved that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a real Hickenlooper, isn't he? Yeah. Well, this Hickenlooper, mm. he uh, he says he does have a sweet tooth, and I will look for those little bowls of, you know, M&Ms or mints. Mmm, who doesn't like a bowl of mints? Yeah, the mints really kind of gave me a shudder. Jay Inslee, echoing Hickenlooper, governor of Washington, it was M&Ms, but I've taken an oath now to lay off the M&Ms to maintain belt security. Clever. I mean, that guy is the only guy who has climate change as the top of his list. So, yeah. you know, we, we give him some. Yeah, we'll give him some M&Ms. Only the green ones. That should be his thing. Oh, yeah. He should have bags of green M&Ms that he gives out. Come on, dude. Giving you this shit for free. Why doesn't anyone listen to you, Dan? I don't know. Nobody does. Amy Klobuchar. I oh, Let me just, I need to prep myself to deliver this one. This okay. is the quote. Amy okay. Klobuchar. A baked potato. (laughs) That's how she says it in the video, too. Can you do that one more time, please? A baked potato. Can we isolate that and maybe make it into a dance mix? (laughs) Uh, If somebody is listening to this and they know how to kind of isolate a a little piece of audio, maybe put a little dance track underneath of it or just. Yeah. Oh boy! It, it seems like she missed an opportunity to do some local, uh, some local graveling. Cause, like, I mean, a baked potato, first of all, is kind of a nice little Midwestern thing. But uh, she's from Minnesota. She should have been calling out hot dish. Is that a, what is that? Uh, so hot dish is basically the name of casserole in in um in Minnesota, usually something that has some sort of a condensed soup base, mm. often with tater tots. But um but uh yeah, hot dish is your your go to Minnesota potluck. Yeah, everyone shows up with a hot dish. Okay. Um Seth Moulton, another person I didn't know. But was wait a minute, running. can you just what was what was Amy Klobuchar's one more time? A baked potato. Seth Moulton. Rep from Massachusetts. Didn't Amy well, Klobuchar once eat a salad with a comb? She did. And rumored to throw things at staff. Does she throw? A baked potato. <laughs> a little bit higher. A baked potato. There we go. Seth Moulton. Didn't know that was a person. Rep He's a, from, real, a real Hickenlooper. Yeah. yeah, he is a real Hickenlooper. Rep from Massachusetts. He's another burger guy. But he go, he panders a bit. Uh, you can't beat a quick bur- burger for a quick classic American meal. Did he slap his knee as he did it? Just like exactly. Mm. He ha- as he said, classic American meal. He had a flag drop behind him, but all the stars were burgers. 
Can I just say that Dexie is fast asleep, but her tail just started wagging because Uh-oh. she's having Uh-oh. such a, a little happy puppy dream. Yeah, she's going to be hitting you in the face soon. Nah. Beto. Beto. Mm-hmm. Any kind of fast food. Again, John Hodgman has said specificity is the soul of narrative. Mm. Beto, you ride a fucking skateboard around the Whataburger parking lot. Just say Whataburger, man. Just say Whataburger. Also, specify what at Whataburger. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Just any kind of fast food. So this dude is like, they drive into like a strip mall and there's an Arby's and a Taco Bell and a Long John Silver's and a Whataburger. And they're like, hey, Beto, what do you want us to grab you? And he goes, oh, no, I like it all. Uh, I'll have one fast food, please. Yeah, please. Just as long as it's fast. And food. I love a good fast food. Mm. Uh, Tim Ryan, uh, rep from Ohio. He's an ice cream guy. We don't need another ice cream guy in the White House. He's out. Bernie Sanders. Last time out, we did a trip to the West Coast, and I gained three pounds in four days, so it's too much comfort food. All right. It's a clever clever little non-answer. Yeah, I guess. Eric Swalwell, another real hick and looper. He says, it's really comfort coffee. My favorite coffee is a mocha. All right. All right. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren, probably chips and guac. You know what? I'm all right with I'd that. I do it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, I, I'm good with all levels of guac, Maureen. Those, like, pre-made guacs that you can buy at the grocery store, I'm in. The fancy guac that they make at your table at, like, an upscale Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. I'm in on that, too. I like it all. A chip. I mean, you can't really go wrong with a nice chips and guac. No. No. And then we come to the end with two. I'm going to give these out of alphabetical order. Andrew Yang former tech guru, mm-hmm. quote, kind bars are my comfort food. Kind bars. You know, there was a, uh, a really remarkable interview with Jack from Twitter recently. Uh, Jack, known maniac. And <laughs> while he can't ban Nazis, he does spend his time Doing things like uh, he drinks um, salt water. Yeah. Uh, because he, and uh, that just seems like a, a Sil- Silicon Valley is not a good place. No. And it breeds this kind of fuckwittery. Kind bars are a food that I trick myself into forgetting that I hate about every four months or so. They just break my teeth. The last time yeah. I had a kind bar, I spit out another piece of tooth. Yeah. I have, there's many times like if I'm, you know, at a train station or something and I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. And then I'm like, oh, I'll get one of these. And then I'm like, what? I fucking hate these every time. It's not, it's not the worst answer. The worst answer is still the veggie one. Well, Maureen, that brings us to our final answer. Marianne Williamson, Oprah's spiritualist. Mm -hmm. I have no comfort food. Jesus, that's bleak. (laughs) It's so bleak. She's like a fucking self-help person. She has no comfort food. Oh. (laughs) 
I take no comfort in frivolity. Did you see the movie about the woman who started the the blood company, the um, the inventor? Theranos. Yeah, Theranos. Yeah. The woman who wears the the black turtleneck every single day. Yeah. And... I did not see the movie, but I did. Uh, I did listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's there's a it's... lot of Elizabeth Holmes media out there now. Yeah, so she wears this black turtleneck and a, this Patagonia vest as her uniform every single day, and she has a. She has this dog that she takes with her everywhere that she's like, he's not a dog, he's a wolf, and the wolf shits all over the building, yeah, including in like the sterile labs and stuff. That just seems like something she would say. Yeah, oh, definitely. I have no com- I have no comfort food. I have no I have no comfort food. She has no comfort food, Maureen. I feel like someone's missing from that though, the Dan, that it's list. True. It feels Joe like Joe Biden, despite multiple oh, requests yeah. by the New York Times, did not respond. What do you think his comfort okay. food is? Just gravy. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny you say that because I was going with a mashed potato. <laughs> Maybe combine uh, it's the gravy, two. Or it's something like, uh, like probably like an Italian hoagie. Wilmington and Philly are very closely connected. So that's mm. that's the kind of, you know, and I went to school in Delaware, you know, they they do a good hoagie. So I bet I bet it's something like a hoagie. I buy it. Although I like the idea of him just tucking into a big bowl of mashed potatoes. A mashed potato. Or just a hot mug of gravy. <laughs> mm. Good gravy mug. Which one of these people is going to be it, Dan? You mean it's going to be the we got a long way before we got to get there. But I we want got you a to lot, tell me. We got a lot of kind bars to eat before we're at a nominee, Maureen. Just tell me right now, Dan. Uh, I think, uh, really? I think that Warren yeah. has a very good yeah. chance. Yeah. <gasps> so happy to hear you say that. I think that she... That's what I want I the mean, answer to be. If you look at poll... But again, everything is super early. But if you look at polling mm. right now, she is the only one that is really kind of growing over time, whereas Biden and Sanders are slowly shrinking over time. And so, you know, to the point now where I think she's basically tied with Sanders in a lot of polls and Biden is has cut his lead in in a bunch of polls by a, by by a good amount. And I think I think that will be that that's my theory. She is going to increase. They are going to decrease. Uh, it won't be done in one, you know, but um, but that that's where I think it's going. I my feeling is that it's going to be Biden. I don't I don't I don't think that he will. I don't think he has the stamina to make it to January. And I think that he he has just managed to not do good at all in this kind of opening gambit. He has all the name recognition in the world. And uh and he's he's fucking it up. That's my theory. But we will see Maureen tonight. 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 The debates begin. And says Huvians, you if you join or are already supporting at the Town Watch level, five dollars and up. You will get our debate reactions on Friday. I bet Amy Carter, she will make an appearance. 
Because Says Who is made possible by you through your donations at patreon.com slash says who and town watch people. We love you so much. We love all of you. But town watch supporters, you get special things from us. Our theme music is performed by Ted, Ted Leo. Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. I'm going to say that again because I hit the table. Uh, join the discussion at Facebook at slash groups slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There is a wonderful review left this past week, and Sezuvians, we would love it if you continued to leave reviews. You're just letting you me do the whole end, huh? You know yeah, how I'm not saying I just it. keep you know hanging why? back, waiting for you to say something. You know why I'm not? Why? Because I don't want to watch this debate tonight, Dad. <laughs> Well, I and somehow I think if I don't say anything, I can get out well, of it. You, you could easily, you are Maureen Johnson. There is a non zero chance that you will somehow end up in the ER tonight through some sort of finger cutting while is, making Dole Whip or a dog flying into your face or, you know, any number of other possibilities. I don't think that's fair, Dan. It's not like weird stuff happens to me on a higher rate than other people. It is, though. It is definitely like weird stuff happens to you at a higher rate than other people. Name one thing. You had a woman scream at you and flip you off while walking your dog for no reason today. Okay, name another thing. Last week, while recording, your dog flew into your face, causing you to almost chip a tooth and get a fat lip live while recording. Okay, maybe that happened. When you were a teenager, you had a bus driver who made you give her massages, and one time she crashed the bus. That was not when I was a teenager, Dan. That was when I was a small child. I'm just saying, Maureen, it that was third grade. You have a you are like the Bermuda Triangle of weird shit. I don't think so, Dan. I really don't. You almost got arrested last week. And we also want to just re- re- to emphasize that we are fine. We are fine. I'm starting to sweat again. It's getting warm in this trailer. That's why I'm trying to wrap Uh-oh. things up. Sweaty Joe. You can join us on July 10th for our next episode. That would be our regular episode, but you can join us on Friday for Town Watch special at patreon.com slash says who. We are going to take next week off. It is the 4th of July. Yeah, we're going to take, we're going to go up to Massachusetts. Uh, Oh, there you go. We're going to take this, uh, we're getting a zip car, going to, you know, fill our car with stuff. And take this puppy on her first road trip. We've oh, never been in a adorable. car with her. Yep. No, and go I've, well. and my what friends have a look, Dan. Don't you dare. Um, my friends have a pool, and there's a and there's a little pond and lake. So I got her a little life jacket in case we see if she oh, can swim. Oh my goodness gracious! 
Oh my so goodness she has, gracious. She has a little life jacket and a so to see if she wants to go for a little swim. Yeah. She's waking up now, Dan. Well, she's doing a you big can find yawn. out. She's such a you good You can find girl. out if the puppy can swim on our next episode, July 10th. Or as we say around here in New York, whatever you fucks. Just no reason, Dan. And then the total reach behind, give, you know, don't even turn around, give the finger behind the back. I mean, honestly, she uh, was probably 75. Maureen from the East Austin KOA in Austin, Texas. Oh, I'm Dan Sinker. She's doing my finger. I, I got a device. It's called a doggy don't. And it just arrived. And if you hit a button, it makes this really terrifying crackling noise. So oh, no. it's well, it's designed to if she does something like she sinks her, you know, play teeth into you, you hit the little crackling noise and it's in and it interrupts her. It startles her and she stops. Yeah. And then you praise her and say good. And then you give her a treat. So she knows that a good thing to do is not that. Oh, it's the doggy dog. You're gonna start using that with Oscar, aren't you? I'm not gonna not use it on Oscar if that's what you're asking. That is. Hey, Dan, can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Are you sleepy all the time? Mostly, yes. Cool. Why? I'm just really sleepy right now, and I just want to talk to you about it. Yeah. Is this good podcasting? Yeah, it's great podcasting. Says Huvia, are you sleepy all the time? Are you fucking shilling mattresses suddenly? Uh, uh, (laughs) Is this a lead up to shill some fucking mattresses in boxes? It's weird that you say that, then, because right now I am actually stretched out on my bed with with the puppy, and who is awake? And now, oh, she's chewing oh, no. a toy. Oh, good girl. Oh boy. Oh, she's fine, Dad. She's woken. Oh, she's mm-hmm. so good. Oh, she's got her stick. Yeah, she's chewing on her little toy stick now. But I am stretched on my mattress, which is incredibly comfortable, and it is well, in fact a Casper mattress. Idea. You could you could sign out and just take a quick cuddle nap with your dog. I can't. Oh, My mom's nice. Here. And I, you know, I have to you get just her. Gotta say you know. your name. You just all you gotta do is say your name and then we'll end the show. And you could just cuddle right up with your dog on your on your boxed mattress. It's all right. Just say your <sighs> name. Be, what if we did it's a podcast just, about naps? Gotta, I'd do just, it. Uh, I'm really good at naps. Are you? Yeah, I am. I I will not admit to being good at a lot of things, but boy, I am good at naps. I can take a six oh, minute yeah. nap, Maureen. I could really use a nap right now, and it works. Really? Just say say your name, and then we can be done, and you can go to nap uh-huh. town. You want me to say my name? I do. You uh, why didn't you just ask? I'm Maureen Johnson. Ah, this has been Says Who. Oh, she's, oh, there's the, she's got, she's got my arm. Yeah. I know where this is going. It's Should fine. I call the ambulance now? It's fine, Dan. You're going to be in you... the ER by the time the debates start. I don't know why you doubt things. Why are you such a doubter? The good news is they have TVs in the waiting room. She's got my finger. So you can still watch it. 
now. Dan, just say your name. It's time to go. Goodbye. <laughs>